Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I'm honestly so grateful that you've subscribed to this podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. This podcast is all about bringing servant leaders to share their stories and life experiences with you all in the hopes to help more people to find their true purpose and meaning to life. Today I have an amazing guest who's going to share their wisdom with you all. Her name is Katarina Padillo and she was born and raised in Belarus and moved to Turkey nine years ago. The most interesting phase of her life began when she realized how she confused teaching English with coaching. She named this movement Mind Hygiene and is now on a mission to impact many people's lives. This endeavor was born out of her mindfulness practice, which now is a cornerstone of her work and something she is very passionate about. She often says that it allows her to know herself better every single day and as a result makes her feel more fulfilled, resilient and happy in her life. Like many others, she started to awaken because of the intense pain she had endured caused by an emotional trauma in her past. She sees herself as a self-healer and felt the need to help people who go through difficult experiences by teaching them to accept their past and start finding more peace within. In this episode, Katharina talks about how she overcame her past traumas and had a paradigm shift but also shared many of her tips and pieces of wisdom on the topics of gratitude, mindfulness and meditation. So be sure to listen till the end and get a lot of value and without further ado, let's get straight into this episode. Hey Katarina, thank you so much for being on the Purposeful Mindset podcast. I am so grateful that you're taking an hour of your life to just basically add value to the listeners and add value to anybody that's going to be watching this or listening later on on the podcast. And I just can't wait for them to hear your story and your journey so far and what you've been up to and the amazing things that you're doing all the way from the other side of let's say the pond because you're not that far from away from me I guess you're only in Turkey <laughs> but honestly thank you so much for being on the podcast and taking this time out um, please introduce yourself and kind of uh, share with everyone who you are and, 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 and what, you, what you're all about. Hi Sadiq thank you so much for inviting me the pleasure is all mine and I'm really honored uh, to speak today here with you um, uh, well, I am, uh, I'm an English teacher, uh, but I'm also on my journey of, um, I guess, awakening, of growing. And I'm trying to bring this uh, value, these lessons that I learned myself uh, in my work with my students. And I base my English teaching on uh, mindfulness teaching and awareness. Uh, that's what I do right now <laughs> I love that. No, I love that because I see like obviously the way that we connected was through Instagram of course and how, how I meet mm-hmm. most of most of the guests actually and some of the things that you've been posting for the last couple of months have been really you know genuinely inspiring and I see you really you know take the time and effort and you put your heart and soul into everything that you're doing to help others to you know to learn English to 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 teach them about mindfulness and meditation and the videos that you make so like simple for anybody to really understand but I, I'm I'm just a little bit curious let's take it back a bit and kind of rewind and, and kind of share with everyone where where did it all start so where did this all where did Katarina's life like in in this whole mindfulness and, and English teaching journey kind of start for you? And, and what are some of like those challenges that you you've definitely have faced a lot? Well, uh, well, thank you, first of all, of uh, complimenting my shares, <laughs> my posts. Uh, that's what I like about your Instagram too. It's really inspiring and it's very honest. You're, you're writing about yourself. That's so great. That's uh, inspiring. It's awesome. Um, well, for me, it started uh, the same way as probably for many others, um, through some very negative experiences, through um, a lot of pain and uh, trauma. That's where I came to uh, realize, <clears throat> I came to realize um, myself, where I am and where I'm going with that, right? So it kind of made me look at myself. Uh, I learned um, about meditation uh, about probably six years ago and it was a great support for me in my life it changed a lot of things for me uh, mindfulness brought so much clarity and now I can say I'm much more resilient and fulfilled person than I was like five six uh, years ago and I have I'm happy to find myself on my path right now and that's what I want others to uh, 
do as well, my students. That's what I teach them to find their own path. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. So, what what were some of those like those painful times or those challenging moments that you had that really changed your mindset and and shifted you to to this new kind of focus, this new lifestyle that you you're working on right now? What what was the, what are some of those? What what would you say are mm-hmm. some of the biggest kind of painful moments that you had that you believe was kind of like a blessing in disguise? Well, um, a lot of traumas uh, we get in our childhood, in our families. I'm not close with my family. I don't have really good relationship with my family members that I could be, um, you know, uh, feeling good about and feeling warm inside. Uh, and it, um, it made me search for wrong relationships later in my life too. And I found myself in emotionally abusive relationships where I could struggle uh, to realize my own boundaries. I just lost myself in these relationships completely. And of course, when these relationships uh, finished, uh, I couldn't find myself. I kind of didn't exist. And that was the beginning of my journey. Uh, I felt that I have to be reborn absolutely from zero, start from nothing, from scratch, just start building myself. And this time I do it consciously. I choose who I want to become. So powerful. Yeah. I love that. And I love that because I think most of the guests that I speak to on the podcast or that I meet right now in my, in my life, are you usually say the same thing to me. You know, I think growth always starts from pain or majority of the time, most of the time growth starts from some kind of pain or some kind of lost in, um, lost in our, lost in our life and some kind of like soul searching where we're kind of lost in life. We don't know where we're heading. We don't know what to do. We're kind of confused and, when we fall into this trap of, you know, not, not clearly like thinking that we need to have life figured out when yeah. truly we don't, you know, I, 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 now I truly believe that we don't have to have life figured out. We just have to work every single day to find that one thing that we love doing. And it doesn't <laughs> matter how long it takes. My, my whole thing I always tell people is try many, many things until one thing is like so like gets you so excited and happy and energized and you would do it for free i always tell people your passion and your purpose is something that you find in your life that you are willing to do for free not even expecting a penny for that is your that is genuinely how you will find happiness i believe because although you've maybe been through those traumas like you said or those painful moments the person you are today wouldn't have wouldn't have you know it's worth it you know it's absolutely worth it I'm sure I'm sure that life has to send us some difficulties to shake us out of our sleep uh, mm-hmm. because otherwise we're not able to uh, open our eyes and see where we are and unfortunately this kind of uh, lifestyle or behavior leads to much bigger problems as we can see now all around the world on our planet so it depends on every individual to take responsibility for creating their own life that is why we have to wake up. And pain serves a great, um, um, gives us a great lesson here. Uh, I believe after um, I have experienced um, this um, huge amount of pain, I realized that pain is my best teacher, and I accepted it uh, with um, with respect. Uh, and now I. I welcome pain each time. Of course, it's not pleasant. Of course, uh, I don't like going through difficult things, but it is worth to look at it. It is worth to look in the face of your pain because that's where your light lies. That's where you're going to see your light. Um, That's what I uh, do. um, That's what I teach in my meditations, how to deal with difficult emotions. Uh, we live in a dualistic world and it's not possible to only have good things, right? We have to go through bad things too. And it doesn't make sense to think about it in the terms of white, black, good and bad. It's all just one. We have to go through all of this and we have to accept these experiences, difficult as well, and grow from them. For sure. So what would you say to someone that's actually right now in that position that you are in where, where they're struggling and they're stuck and they're in that painful time period of their life where they're feeling lost and maybe some of their past traumas are in their head and they're falling into like anxiety and depression. What would you say to someone that's just stuck in the head and is, is really kind of just stuck and lost in life? My most difficult periods when I was feeling very depressed, what really helped me is to realize myself in the now. 
and just allow myself to be nothing else and do nothing else but just to take another breath. You just take another breath. You just continue breathing and life just continues. It, it just goes on and with time it definitely becomes better. And you say it. In the most painful, difficult moments, I just bring myself in the now moment and I remind myself that I just need to continue breathing consciously with awareness. So basically breathe it's kind of like gratitude, right? Out. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's exactly. basically kind of like gratitude, right? It's just being grateful for like your breath and uh, like the most simplest things in our life. Like I shared a video um, a few days ago about how like I, I'm, I take it to such an extreme when it comes to gratitude that I, I'm just truly blessed. And I, and I say things like I'm, ble- I'm, I'm grateful for my eyes and my arms and my legs and um, breathing my ears to hear because someone else out there doesn't have these blessings and miracles that I have. And absolutely. And I take it to that extreme because I truly believe gratitude shifts our whole perception of life, of our, in our, our mindset, our relationship with people, the, the things that we attract in our life. Gratitude is so powerful. I, like I can talk about it all day because <laughs> I, truly, I truly have lived it and I'm living it. And I, and I, and I tell myself, I say these things every single morning and every night before bed. So I know that it works. And I know that if someone listening right now just... And, and you're going through some hard times or some, some tough situations in your life, just look back, take that breath that, that Katharina just said, and just realize that it's normal for you to be going through this process. If you're exactly. not, and if you don't go through this kind of painful moments or hardship in your life, then you're not going to, you know, don't expect growth. Growth only comes from when you have those hard times. It creates like a sense of urgency in our head where we feel like, damn, like now we need to get up and do something to change our life. Well, cause, because Absolutely. no one else can do it for you, right? It, it, end of the day, this is your life. Well, it doesn't mean that if uh, you avoid pain, uh, it, it doesn't happen to you. You still feel pain. You can try to avoid it and close your eyes and look away, but it is still happening to you. Uh, this is your conscious choice to go through this with awareness and grow from that. You said absolutely, exactly right. Yeah, you just choose to... Um, be in the moment, even if the moment is not so nice right now. Exactly. You yeah. still yeah. choose to be present. True. And grateful. Gratitude also played a huge role in my recovery. Uh, in my worst days, I had this little diary, you know, the simplest exercise, just write things down. Now when I look at it, it makes me smile a little bit because I was uh, thankful for my cat sitting near me. And she kept me, you know, yeah. <laughs> she kept me... Um, uh, well maybe alive emotionally alive i can so yeah and uh, a cup of tea that i had on my table animals yeah, very have, simple things animals, animals have this um really sensitive kind of bond with us right uh, they're present they're they themselves so much like babies right you just see babies yeah you can learn a lot from you them learn so much yeah. Yeah, so absolutely true. So, so, so talk to me about like what happened next so after you went through all of these these, these painful moments and these challenging times what or, or actually not what, but how did you manage to pull yourself out? Or did anyone externally come and help you? Or, you know, how, how did you manage to get out of it? Oh, yeah. I started to meet a lot of people and a lot of my friends actually showed how great they are and how supportive they are. They would just come and stay with me, just maybe even not talk or not do anything, but just be near me to make me feel that I'm not alone. And I'm so thankful to these people and they're still my friends and always will be. And I love them deeply and new people started coming to my life and uh, the next step was probably to start discovering myself since now I'm the new me I would start doing things that I haven't done before and I would do them also in a little bit different way right I would allow myself to be I would allow myself to be different every day not what I was before that's very powerful I will say it one more time you allow yourself to be something else whatever you decide right now to be, you have the right to be it. And it gave me so much freedom and it brought a lot of nice experiences into my life. I traveled a little bit and um, I started learning to play an instrument and learn music and um, started to express myself through art, which I've never done before, really. And it was very empowering. And this creativity also kind of laid the base for me for my uh, present work being more creative in my present like my current life that's amazing i love that so how did so so i get the part that you said that you know you you became creative and you you allowed yourself to do things that you probably once thought you wouldn't do 
But how did you get to that mindset? Is That's like, that's what I really want to know. Like how, because I know a lot of people listening right now are probably in this place where they're in their head and they're stuck and they don't, maybe they don't have those friends that you had that, that were supportive and they, they may be feeling very, like very much alone and scared and lost, confused. I have a lot of people that this, that reach out to me and ask like, what do they do or how can they recover from this or how do they get help? And because I'm not like a professional, I genuinely just give the best advice I can and the love I can. And I always ask them to like find a way to, you know, ask people for, you know, or go see a therapist or, or, or just, or just basically ask others for help. That's, that's the key. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, 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 people have to talk to specialists, right? In a situation, very tough situations, most probably the best solution is to talk to the specialist. But what, what, what played the main role for me is probably my belief. And, um, I am not religious. I don't, I couldn't choose any of existing religions, um, uh, for myself, but anyhow, I, I believe, I believe in, uh, something that is higher than us. I believe in meaning of this life. I believe that there is a meaning of this existence. So I was brought here for something and this something is probably, uh, just discovering myself, you know, like to, to see how things may go and who I may become in the end. Uh, and I believe that it all has meanings. Then, uh, a lot of things, um, were happening, at the same time, like coincidences. And I realized that, well, I don't believe in coincidences. These are some kind of synchronicities that are showing me my way, right? Uh, so I, when you start to listen to what your inner uh, self tells you, your intuition tells you, it's easy to see the meaning in your existence. You start to realize that, yeah, there is very deep meaning that uh, I'm supposed probably to uh, follow, to, to recreate in my daily life now, in my every activity i choose i love that so powerful um hopefully that i know for sure like someone listening to this right now is is definitely going to help them out because there are a lot of people out there i believe that are going through like hard times and that they are struggling and and for me like i i can't resonate with them because i've never been through that type of like anxiety depression so i can i have empathy but i have no like I, I can only imagine how they're feeling. Yeah. So I give them my advice from if I was in that place, but because of the personal development that I've been kind of encountering and going through myself and my journey, I very quickly changed my mindset to such a, such a kind of high extent to where I truly had so much confidence and I believed in myself so much. And I never, I stopped listening to people's opinions and judgments about me. And I started doing me I started doing more uh-huh. things that make me happy. And I, did, I was like, screw you. I don't care no more about what you think. Whether they were my friends or my family, I was like, I was willing to just be like, screw, like you can kick me out of the house if you don't let me do what I do. That type of mindset where I was so serious. But I believe like that seriousness, when we choose to do something, we have to have that seriousness behind it. Because when we're not serious or we're not focused or we don't show other people around us, that we are really going to do this and we're not just saying it, we're going to take action. People see that fire and that burn in your eyes and they're like, this guy is going somewhere and he's going to change the world. He's going to do something. And I run on that fuel. And then the added fuel is just the extra people telling you, um, you know, well done and keep it up and all the nice comments and all the nice things that gets thrown at you along the journey, which is amazing. And I'm super grateful for, but for me, that's just the fuel that keeps me going. And on top of that, it's just my why you know, the, the, the purpose and the reason why I started this podcast and, you know, trying to get people like yourself to share your story and your journey. So the person listening or watching this right now can be like, Hmm, you know what? Like there are normal people like me out there. There are people that used to be like this, but changed their life or changed their perception and their mindset. So like talk to me a little bit about how did mindfulness and meditation kind of come into infusing with now what you do which is you know an, an English teacher so how did you infuse them together and most importantly why did you do it what was mm-hmm. going through your head at that time um well sometimes I get questions how do you how do you fuse mindfulness with your English classes it would be very difficult for other teachers to do that for me it's very natural because mindfulness it is not a different subject to teach or a different topic to talk about this is something that is always there I mean it probably should be always there um so uh i slowly started implementing it i wasn't sure first 
what I'm doing exactly. I wasn't sure how to do it, but I have okay. realized that, yeah, exactly. Um, one step at a time. I had to try and see, experiment, you know, mm -hmm. and then try something else. So first I would offer my students to do some breathing exercises before a test. And I would see that it helps them and they feel a little bit more, um, you know, like ready and confident. Did, did, they, did they used to feel a bit freaked out when you used to say like, we're going to do something? Uh, first, yeah. But then they would <laughs> like it and ask me, are we going to do breathing exercises today? Okay. Of course we are. <laughs> Always <laughs> ready to meditate. Exactly. And then I realized also that um, they have questions. They have, um, it's interesting for them. They want to know more. And uh, it just was a part of the lesson when I would just share some of my discoveries, some of my lessons with them that would also help them with their learning. Um, for example, when a person goes through difficult um, experiences with their family or with the spouse, when they come into my class, um, they are very distracted. They cannot be concentrated on learning English. I mean, uh, they probably only came to kind of un, uh, uh, unwind, you know, to a little bit stop thinking Relax. about the problems. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. And what I would do, and um, I'm quite empathic and I can feel other people's emotions. So for me, it also feels unnatural to just simply give uh, the exercise or, you know, like just continue yeah. teaching them something. I feel like I... I have to talk about real stuff, what yeah. is here on the table today, right? So this way I started implementing and fusing coaching into my teaching. And I have realized that a lot of time that people spend in my classroom, they waste a lot of energy on blaming themselves or on, or, uh, on being dissatisfied with their results, with their progress, with themselves, you know, generally being dissatisfied with themselves. That is why mindfulness and meditation really helps a lot to just shift uh, away all the unnecessary thoughts uh, and emotions and concentrate on our studying process. And the results are great. The results are really good. I love it. And I continue uh, experimenting. I continue uh, trying new things, new coaching tools. Uh, I always offer them to meditate with me whenever they're ready. Uh, I love the process. It seems like my students like it too. <laughs> That's super cool. That's, that's so great. I think what you're doing is something, um, and we had a conversation about this before, you know, it's something that most, uh, not most, but I think it's very rare. Not many people around the world right now, currently speaking at the time of this podcast, not many people are infusing English lessons with mindfulness. I mean, it's not even a thing. Like that's the first time when I first met you was the first time I was like, whoa, that's so cool. Like I saw a video of you in a classroom and you know, you were teaching these students normal English, uh, you know, kind of basics, I guess. And at the same time, you were, telling, you were talking about mindfulness and meditation. I'm like, huh? How, how the hell did she just go from, like, teaching these people English to infusing this, this kind of energy into them where they feel much more at ease and, I guess, comfortable just being in a classroom in an environment where there's like-minded people, they're all there to learn something new, and you just infuse two things they're learning at the same time and I guess the third thing would be would just be they're actually learning about themselves. They get to know exactly. who they are, right? Of course, of course, of course. So uh, I see the role of the coach here is really important. Not the teacher, not the standard teaching, but coaching exactly. What is the difference? I'm being present myself first of all. I'm I'm being myself, and I'm being open. I'm ready to talk about anything, and that uh, that allows me to hold a space for them and be themselves too. And they know that uh, they will not be judged. They will not be misunderstood. Uh, they slowly open up and it affects their learning too. Like as a, uh, my main goal, of course, is to uh, make them feel confident about their English. And here in Turkey, a lot of people do not feel confident speaking English, although they have many years of studying, learning, and still they have uh, problems with expressing themselves in English. My idea is to make English a part of their daily life so it doesn't feel like something, uh, like a mask you wear. You don't feel alienated when you speak another language. It becomes a part of your life. The same happened to me. I'm not a native English speaker. So I went through all these stages too. I was uh, There was the first job I was trying to search, uh, going through the in job interview in English. Or um, I would work in the office where people were only Turkish speaking and English speaking. And uh, now uh, it gives me the opportunity to help my students to go through similar experiences. That's amazing. So I have a question, actually. Why? 
why is it in did you because you just said something that kind of just made me curious why is it in turkey that people have that mask or they believe like speaking english or another language is is, is weird or is different yeah it's not uh, only about turkey i believe in other countries uh, the situation is quite similar simply because they don't have enough practice they don't have a chance to to speak english every day Uh, when you go to learn the language abroad, uh, you have the opportunity to speak the language everywhere on the street and on the bus. That's true. Uh, but uh, here you have to create this for yourself. You have to kind of fake it, you know, create mm. this environment for yourself so that English is used every day, really, every day. My students get scared a little bit when I say every day you have to work in English. But it's true, that's what uh, is supposed to happen, right? Yeah. So you kind of use it a little bit, maybe you some videos maybe you um just write some things or express your thoughts have a diary you know or um start your instagram in english you know yeah. like you just uh, implement it slowly step by step until it's uh, natural it's natural for you and i guess the thing I, th- i guess the main thing from what you just said is for them to just be taking that little that, li- that one step every day you know that that action step every mm-hmm. day just just typing something reading something writing something and just basically l- constantly be in that flow of in that or in that environment of speaking it or reading it because like it, it becomes a habit right if you stop exactly all about this is a creating a new habit exactly yeah. it shows the perfect word here um i teach them to start with very small things you know but something that can be done every day this is a basic coaching tool if you want to create a habit start small and do it every day until you feel like now I can do and I can do more and it's not a problem for me anymore exactly creating habits for sure I think habits are habits are key habits if you don't have us like I, I I truly believe it like if, if everyone needs to have a few like handful of like must-have habits or principles or values or whatever you want to call it just a few things that define you basically as as a, as a human being as a person because it, like i always say everybody's unique and everybody's different and everybody's special in their own way but for you to be, get to that mindset and to understand that you know i i am actually special i i I'm, I, i might be crazy or i might have um some kind of a disorder or disability or you know some, maybe something maybe i'm not as normal as everybody else but you know what if i can just powerfully change my mindset and be kind of we we can never be the best version of ourselves because that that's i truly believe like in every day we're constantly learning we're constantly growing and we can never ever reach the best of like we can try our best but till the day we die we'll be constantly learning and constantly growing so we will never ever really see the best version of sadiq the best version of katarina we'll never see that person but the main goal here is every day just to understand that we can only do our best we can only do what we can and a really good friend of mine always used to tell me this like Sadiq, we can every day we can hustle and we can grind and you know we can do all the hard work and you know everything we can every day we can put in our efforts and try to live our best life but at the end of the day we all have 24 hours and we can only just do our best and if you if by the time your head hits the pillow and you fall asleep you can say to yourself that today i gave my best and i just I, and i really did my best i gave my 100% maybe things wasn't perfect and you had a bad day but it doesn't matter the fact that you just gave your best that day that feeling or or that mindset should be the one we fall asleep with exactly yeah and not every day is the same successful some days will be worse than the Definitely. others and some days you will probably forget to do the things that you were going to do you know the habits you're trying to create probably some days you won't do these things and that's fine it's not the reason to feel uh, disappointed and uh, sad about yourself it's just uh, next day you're going to do it that's it you're going to start doing this tomorrow and it's fine acceptance and allowing yourself to be where you are yourself and be fine with yourself <laughs> yeah. yeah and and you said it spot on basically the key is to be your authentic self it's it's not to fake it till you make it it's not to pretend to be someone that you're not it's not to put on a face or put on a mask to pretend like you're a completely different person whether you're online or you're offline you just be yourself everywhere and anywhere as much as as hard as that can be we need to find a way that we can truly just just find this inner 
I don't even know what to call it, but just to find this best, like authentic self that we can be ourselves anywhere and everywhere. And sometimes it's hard because I get people sometimes say to me, oh, what about at work? You know, when you have a job, right? Mm-hmm. So the people are listening now and they have a job and they're like, no, you have to put on a face at work because that work is different. Everybody's, it's a dog eat dog world out there. They say, you know, everybody's competing with each other. Who's going to get the promotion? Mm-hmm. Who's going to move to the next level? What's your thoughts on like somebody right now that has that mentality of it's a dog eat dog world out there and everybody's competing and everybody's trying to get that next thing and get that and, and you know, be better than others. What's your thoughts on basically someone that's trying to be the best, you know, like, or trying to like be better than others? Well, I think you should be first of all happy with what you're doing. And if you're not happy, you can ask yourself a question, where I am now and where it leads me. Uh, do I like the final destination? Do I really want to go there? And if I don't, uh, I can always change, twist, tweak some things, you know, just maybe a little thing, but definitely destination will change. The final destination where I go will look different now for me. I think it's uh, m- more important than compete with, with the others. You can just also observe what is happening in there, but you don't have to participate in that if it, if it doesn't make you feel good. You know, if it doesn't feel like this is your thing, you don't have to do it. I'm sure there is enough uh, place for everyone to grow in the ways they want. Uh, life is magnificent. It can change any moment in, in the ways that you couldn't even think about before. You couldn't even imagine. So uh, I think the best things you can find on your path, only is if you find your path and you walk it, then the best thing will come. So my next question for you is how does someone actually find themselves? Because that, that took me... I was going to ask you also you say uh, just be yourself right like yeah. it's uh, it's not that easy is it <laughs> it's, no, it's, not. it's a whole journey in itself what could be easier than being yourself we don't know how to be ourselves well well for me um really helpful is to listen to my sensations in my body and it came with practice. Really, it was more difficult before. Now I'm a little bit more aware of that uh, because I'm more and more um, uh, developing my intuition. Also, it comes with practice. Um, the more you trust it, uh, the more you feel it. The same with sensations in your body. Um, I have recorded a meditation uh, where uh, I ask people to bring a sensation and give it a characteristics, you know, like how... Uh, how big is it and uh, maybe what color does it have Um, does it have a sound maybe and usually it brings you more clarity and more realization of what is this kind of feeling that I have now Um, for me um, there is a signal there is a signal in me uh, if things are not right for me then uh, all my body my organs my muscles start to contract if the decision is right for me, I feel kind of expanding in my body, right? So this it kind of brings lightness into me. That's the way I uh, decide for myself if the choice is right, if the next step should be that. That's so, that's, I love that. That's super powerful. Because I think for me, it's kind of like an intuition, I guess. You know, it's something like a, that gut feeling that I have when I meet someone new or a new opportunity comes into my life or I'm working on a new project or um, I'm building something, um, you know, alongside my job or doing my speaking gigs. Like for me, it's just that feeling. Like a, I, don't, I don't even know how to explain it. Really, it's just that intuition of me. I mean, I guess I have, I do have this natural energy feeling type of thing. I don't know what you call it. It's yeah. really intuition, but I, I, I'll take it another f- step further because I truly believe. A lot of people told me this personally, actually, that see, you have this thing like you just you just know what what someone else is feeling or what they're going through um and i do i truly do i've never been wrong when i when i meet someone new and i'm just like you you have some something going on today right you're not really being your, you don't feel like i don't feel like you're being yourself or you're not you, you, something's going playing up in your head like tell me what's what's wrong and i have this kind of empathetic type of and i and i googled this thing actually and I, this sound this might sound really weird but the other day I sat on the computer and, and, I, and I had a conversation with someone a day before and they said this to me, like, you know, you have this kind of gift, I guess, or this thing that you can just feel other people and you just know like, by looking at someone and, and talking to them that they're not having a good day um, through their emotions or their face, facial expressions or something. <laughs> so I Googled it and they actually said that I'm basically, I'm an emotional empath, I'm an 
emotional empath what was it called something like that like an em- an empathetic emotional something and i was just like i you know i i just like what the hell does this mean and i and i and i would look into the description and it was exactly what i just said it was someone yeah. that could just basically someone that has a lot of empathy can feel what someone else is going through and also can also um basically know that that person's not in the right place or they're super happy so yeah i forget the exact name it was something like emotional empathist or something like that i don't even know i can't remember the name but the reason why i'm mentioning this right now is cuz this is me constantly trying to better myself and know what i'm good at what know what my strengths are that's one of my biggest strengths is when i meet mm-hmm. a stranger for the first time i can build trust on the first relationship in the, in the in the first conversation just because i have that that genuine feeling that i know what they're feeling i listen a lot more than i talk but i also do talk and 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 be super open and honest with my life and myself that they'll feel they just feel super comfortable talking to me and uh, and just opening up everything even if they don't even know me right and i find that super powerful mm-hmm. because again like i said that's just me learning about me and i want everyone listening right now to just understand that when you learn about yourself and you know what you're good at you know what you're bad at but you also ask other people around you what do they not like about you without having an ego you ask that some of the closest people to you that you love and trust ask them openly like karina what do you not like about me just just be honest i'm going to take it i'm not going to take it personally I genuinely want to know because I want to I want to better myself. Like I want to change that and improve that. And I find that so powerful. I do that for myself. I talk to some of my closest friends right now do this with me and do this. I'm going to do this with you too if you're open to it. But I allow them to give me that trespass to be open and honest with them because sometimes other people don't like you telling them what it, what you what you're not good at or what you don't like Critics. about them. Yeah. Exactly. But when you give when you're open and you tell them like can I have that trespass with you so next time you do something that, that I don't like I can tell you so you can change it so you can so you can it, that's basically part of your growth and you'll become a better human being by by doing that. I find that yeah. a really good exercise. Uh, it is really important to understand it exactly. But we need to understand that most of the people uh already don't feel confident, don't feel um themselves don't feel good about themselves right so taking critics is like additional negativity and yeah. uh, it will result in self blame and all the negative self talk after that this is uh this is already uh, a step of um, courage you know you need to be very brave to realize that um all this negativity that i can get from another person or critics it doesn't have to be negative it can be also constructive if you get it from a good friend um it's for my best right that's you need a lot of courage to do this and you need already um a little bit of self love inside yeah definitely you have to first grow this uh seed you know this uh sprout of self love first yeah So to, so talk a little bit about how the so because I can resonate with that because I was that that, that guy who was that was super shy that couldn't speak to women that literally you know was scared to be open and honest with everyone that I meet talk a little bit about how can someone actually find confidence or be more confident if they're shy Well um I can say probably two things um when you speak right speaking with confidence uh if you first of all believe in your message if you know that it's true it builds confidence when you become aware of your uh, breath and your voice and you realize where it starts and how it comes out it also brings confidence so um breathing in i took i th- i remember this from a brilliant uh, ted talk but i don't remember the name of it um and i don't remember the name of the author either um uh, but the idea is that when you breathe in it's your thoughts and when you start speaking it's your words right so whatever you breathe in you're going to breathe out if you breathe in breathe, breathe in uh, love you're going to speak with love yeah. if you breathe with in confidence you're going to speak with confidence right so deep breath in saying to yourself that i know what i'm doing i believe in my message and then you speak 
Another thing very important for developing and growing confidence is remembering all your success that you had before. Just really write it down and take it like done. Celebrate it. I always tell my students, celebrate each your success. Everything you have achieved in our course or in your life, go out and celebrate. Meet a friend, get a coffee, buy yourself some, something nice if you want. Do something good for yourself so it feels like a celebration. All this, all this list of your success is going to build confidence in the future. Powerful. I love that. I love that. I, I, I learned a lot from just, just that, what you just shared. Um, I think it's so powerful that you said, like, you know, to, that, that, that TED Talk must have been really good because that's so powerful. Like, and, and I can tell you this first time as well, being a speaker, you know, before going on, onto a stage or speaking to a crowd of people, you do get nervous. It doesn't matter how confident you are. The most confident speaker, Tony Robbins, goes and jumps on a trampoline to get himself pumped up. So if, if someone like him also gets nervous, every, we're human beings, we cannot just get rid of fear like that. We can continuously keep working on it every single day, but we always have to have this, this state of mind, is what I call it, when, when you know you're going to deliver something or give some kind of value, and you know you have to do your best, and, and you have to be present in that moment and give 100% of your energy and your time and your conscious effort to give these people in front of you the best you can. Because they come there, with, you know, given their time to listen to someone that they're either going to like or dislike or criticize or, you know, they're going to have some opinion of you. So rather give them a positive opinion than, than give them something bad to say about you. So I truly believe in, you know, confidence for me came from, number one, it came from personal development. So it came through doing all of this, meeting people like yourself, going to events here in London and and, and basically forcing myself to be in front of people so I can just talk and say hi and start that conversation. I did that. And then obviously reading books on personal development and, per and self-help and business as well, that really shifted my mindset and, and allowed me to have the mindset I have today, which is I no longer care about other people's opinions. And I just do what I love every single day after my job, of course, because one day I know that the thing that I love, this side hustle, this side um, passion and purpose is going to be my full-time thing and it's going to allow me to live the, the best life but because I already believe that before it's even happened the secret teaches us that thoughts become things so we have to see it in the mind before it becomes the reality so I, I do this process every day where visualization is so important because when you visualize your dreams and your goals you don't just sit there and I always tell people when you do law of attraction and, and you're using that energy to fuel your life, don't just sit in your bed and be like, I am, I am amazing. I am super successful. I am gone. I am wealthy. I am rich. You know, I have a beautiful family. I have the best spouse, but then you don't, then you do nothing. Nothing's going to change. Absolutely. The next, the Affirmations next. definitely work. Affirmations are great. They help us to build new uh, neuron connections in our brain. So we, really can change our beliefs about ourselves it's powerful it's great but then when reality will show you uh, something else um, probably this uh, neuron connections will not uh, uh, will not stand this you know pressure of the reality they will have to fall apart you have to confirm it for yourself you have to do something that will tell you oh yeah i am so amazing because i have done that right so you also move towards what you want to uh, believe about yourself exactly yeah it's just it's just action like i always say to people just action like that's the reason why i show people what i'm doing and not just say things and, and tell them i'm going to do something and i keep mentioning this on like every episode now but when i told everyone i want to start a podcast i showed them the process on my yeah. instagram feed on the story i showed them every single day how late i was up what time i was doing something how i was planning it how what, what websites I was going to and my, when I bought the laptop and when I bought the microphone and the light and, you know, I always take, I take people for the process, but I like, I hate leaders and I hate people that just keep telling other people what to do or those people on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and all the social media platforms that keep on preaching things. But when you meet, when you talk to them behind the scenes, they really That's don't do anything and they don't know anything really. They're just sharing other people's things. Mm-hmm. And they, have, and they have not been through their own growth and their own journey. The reason why I can speak with so much energy and passion and love and, and value is because I live what I'm teaching others. 
I, I'm, I'm either I'm, living it or I've lived it. So I'm, I only teach people what I know and what I've been through. And I, never, and, and I only share and credit other things that I share from people that I look up to. And I think that's, that's so cool. You, you mentioned it. Exactly. I believe that this is one of the most um, important things in my work. I have to check with myself. Do I really do it? If I write about it and if I share it with other people, I need to be sure that uh, this is my truth. I have gone through this. I have um, tried it and I've seen the results. Right? Um, have you seen the results uh, for yourself of um, positive thinking, vi- visualizations? And can you say that? Definitely. You, you, you confirmed it for yourself. hundred percent. Right? Because yeah. like I, I wouldn't have, uh, number one, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now, you know, deciding, mm-hmm. decided to Absolutely. just be a speaker and just go and speak. On, because I, 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 the way I confirmed it was I asked myself one question and I was like, because yeah, I, I do a lot of like research and, and I look into re, like insp- inspirational people and people that I look up to. And I, one day I want to live maybe part of their lifestyle. And mm. one thing I found was that Public speaking is actually the number one fear in the whole entire world. I thought it was death. I thought people would be more scared of dying than yeah. speaking to a group of people on stage. But actually, I was wrong. And the polls and so many people that have voted and the research has gathered and science and everything, whatever you want to call it, they have all proven and they've got the results that people actually have said themselves that they're scared of public speaking more than death. Mm-hmm. So that, re- that itself, that one thing itself reassured me that, damn, like if I can confidently go and speak on stage with this much energy and passion, and the other day when I gave a gig and, and, I, was, and I was actually sick, you know, with, with, my, with a runny nose and I was, had a really bad headache, and the first time ever that I had to give that, that speech, with with this kind of condition i was like damn and i'm not a person that gives up and i'm not someone i'm a true fighter you know when i want to do something and i know that i'm responsible for something i'll make sure it's gonna it's gonna happen so i gave it my best and i and i also shared that journey with everyone and i shared that those feelings that i was going through but then i went to that stage and i pumped myself up still and i gave those people in that crowd 150 percent because I believe so much in being of service. And the reason why I bring on people like yourself on this podcast is because at the beginning of the podcast, I say this podcast is all about, you know, um, sharing, uh, sharing a lot of mindset and um, personal growth related kind of journeys of other people. But at the same time, it's all about finding true servant leadership. And I truly believe that we, need to create a world now, especially with the millennials and the upcoming generation where we need to really focus on how can we give rather than keep taking. Mm-hmm. So being, being a person of service and asking, how can I help you rather than saying, I want this or, yeah, I want or, how, or how can you give me this? So we have mm-hmm. to come from that servant mentality. Yeah, I love it. It's real, real nice. So yeah. you, and you your must, energy you must, is really high. You're vibrating on a very high energy. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it, lo- it seems like um, you're like a, a, a lump, you know, like a lump, a bulb, <laughs> like it shines around and people get it from you. I get energized around you. <laughs> uh, <each laughs> well, thank you. I'm, I'm so grateful because I like, for me, it's just because I have this natural energy as well. And on top of that, I have the mindset that I have. It yeah. kind of doubles down on me and it kind of, I have an advantage. So I'm super grateful for that. Mm-hmm. But that's why I tell people, and I told people actually on that on that speaking gig, that I have so much energy that I can give it to all of you in the room. But the yeah, thing is, I physically can't because there's only going to be like five of you probably in this whole crowd that will actually come and take the energy. The rest will just say you want it and do nothing with it. But those five might actually take it and do something with mm-hmm. their life and change their mm-hmm. life. So, well, for those who are not so energetic, because I don't have this high energy, I have probably uh, good energy. It's it's nice energy, but it's not so high um my my well i can say it's secret it's not a secret but um how to be productive when i when you don't have uh, so much energy is uh, well first of all i say to myself okay i'm just going to do a little bit of this and i will continue later when i feel better about it but i will be thankful to myself that i have done it you know like maybe yeah. i cannot find time today to do completely my work that i'm supposed to do but i will do just a little bit and then i will continue when i have chance uh, when I feel better about it. Um, yeah. I, f- I love I that. 
No, I, I love that. Thank, thanks for adding that on. Like, it's so powerful to priority. For me, that's like prioritizing is, is knowing that we need to, I, this is my to-do list or this is what I need to do today or, or this week and kind of planning in advance, being organized and also just being okay if things don't happen, right? Things don't yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. This is a, it doesn't always happen. The idea is not to feel bad about it. Exactly. Right, because it just makes you down so much. Mm-hmm. Um, there are days when I literally cannot be productive, and it means that these are days when I'm not productive, and I'm fine. I'm fine with mm-hmm. that. Right, so that creates a kind of well, um, so like I, I create a sense of reliance on my. I can rely on myself. I know that uh, tomorrow I will start again, and I will do what I'm supposed to do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't feel bad. Just one step at a time. For those who are listening, if you are feeling in the same uh, in the same situation, sometimes you will just continue doing this tomorrow. Exactly. Just 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 realize it's okay. You know, we're human beings. We're not always going to be productive, and it's okay if the things that you want are not coming quick or you're not getting results fast. Patience is the key. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Never stop doing it. One day it will happen, I promise. You just, you just have to keep being patient. But at the same time of saying being patient is the same time you're also still taking those actions. Because you can't just, again, like I said earlier on, you can't just do law of attraction and write affirmations down without yeah. taking action the next day or straight away, really. So make sure, taking, take action, be patient. But, but remember, if things don't happen as fast as you're expecting it to, it's okay. Yeah. Like we, We're not machines. We are human beings. We have good and bad days. We have good and bad thoughts. And we're going to have hardships and we're going to have amazing celebrating um, successes. But just realize that whatever you're going through right now, whatever you're doing in your life, keep going. Because like you genuinely, you have this, you, you, you can do it. You just have to keep that belief in yourself going and, and use something. If, make sure you have that why. Make sure you know why every day when you wake up, bang, this is it. I know my why. I know what I'm doing this. And whenever you feel down, remind yourself of that why. Yeah. Katharina, I'm it sounds amazing. Yeah. Yes. I think this is random. I'm, I'm, I'm coming straight at you just randomly. Sure. Because it came to my mind now. But what is something or what, what is your why at the moment? Like what, why is it that you're doing this English, um, English infused with mindfulness classes? What's your biggest purpose and why, why, why did you start that? Well, I believe um, if we live in a world with uh, happier uh, people uh, that are conscious, aware of themselves and uh, their attitudes towards each other and nature, our mother, uh, well, I will be happier. My why is I'm doing this for me because I want to live in a better world and I want to live among happy people. So powerful. I love that. I love that. That's so cool. Thanks for sharing. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) But now it's coming up to the end of the episode where, as you know, I, ha- I, I do something with all my guests called The Final Four, where I'm going to ask yeah. you four questions. A few of them are actually the same from the last time, but I love these questions because it really makes the guests share their best pieces of wisdom or advice or where they got that piece of wisdom from that can help someone listening. So the first Great. question I have for you is, in one sentence, how would you describe mind hygiene? Because that's the name of your Instagram account, right? But in one sentence, if you could just summarize it, how would you describe mind hygiene? Clear minds create better reality. I love that. Clear minds create clear realities, was it? Create better reality. Or create better reality. Yeah. Love that. You got that. You you had that rehearsal or something. Right? That was like spot on bag. Like that was, that's like your. Bag. This is this is the sentence that uh, was uh, in me before mind hygiene existed. Wow. <laughs> so powerful. Love that. That's that's so that's so cool. Um, okay, so the second question I have is, what one video, movie, or documentary do you recommend everyone to watch that has that has helped you overcome maybe some tough times in your in your life? Or, or, or times of when you were just like wasn't productive and you were like, I, I just want to take my mind off something, but you realized that actually helped you in your life. Well, I really have this uh, name of the movie on my mind I want to share. Uh, the Man Who Stares at Goats. Okay. The Man Who Stares at Goats. It's a, it's a really great movie. It uh, makes you uh, believe that impossible 
things don't exist. Everything is possible. And also it teaches you how to trust life and where it leads you. Uh, it's a great movie. Okay, cool. I'll definitely try to put that in the description or I'll, I'll make sure people get that because I really, I really love these videos. And the, and the next question as well is actually, um, which book is the one that changed your mindset? Hmm. there are so many right no, <laughs> exactly start. and i always say that as well. there are so many i know 100 personal growth is huge self-development is massive but if i you- really love this little book of deepak chopra seven uh, seven spiritual laws of success okay i love it and it has also guidelines it has some exercises that you have to start doing mm-hmm. if you want to um, be successful and mm-hmm. also the way deepak chopra talks about success is a little bit um, it's very spiritual. <laughs> mm-hmm. Success is not only material wealth, right? Success includes so much in it. Happiness okay. and it's so much health. It's so much in our relationships. Everything. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I love it and uh, I would recommend to read this. It's a very small they, book, but it has book such a great wisdom. Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. Okay. Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. Definitely. Yeah. Everyone has to go and check that out, yeah. including myself. I would definitely check that out because cool. I haven't, I haven't cool. looked into that. Um, the, the last question I have for you, Katharina, is if you can spend a few hours to learn from someone's wisdom, whether they're dead or alive right now, who would that person be and why? Okay. Well, so you can choose anyone that you want to spend some, spend some time with that, that will help you towards your journey right now. Who would that be? Uh, Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama. <laughs> and why do you say Why do you say um, because, um, well, uh, I, I got a lot of, um, I, I got a lot from Buddhism for myself at some time, right? Uh, and, um, I think he's such a jolly, uh, peaceful person that, uh, with, with deep, deep wisdom, with, with generations of wisdom in it, I would love to have a conversation with him. Of course. <laughs> so yeah. cool. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That's cool. I love that because you know I, I, the reason why I kind of have these last few questions like that is because I it makes you also really happy just saying that you know I, I would yeah. love to spend that time with him and it also gets you to think that if you if I did really have that time with that person, what would I actually ask them? What would I actually do? What kind of chats will we will we will will be having? What, how would they respond to me? Um, what's the energy going to be like? You know, it kind of prompts all of these questions. It does for me, and that's why I love, I love asking these questions to the guests. Because for me, it prompts these things in my head, and I, I start thinking to myself, okay, if I was with that person... So may I reverse the process and ask you, who would be this person for you, Sadiq? So for me, that's a good question, because there are actually, <laughs> like, a, there are actually like a lot of people. Many. Many, yeah, many. many. Yeah, people. there are many people. <laughs> there are, there, yeah, honestly, for me, there, I can say there are lots of people that I would love to hang around and, and be with. Of course. I'll name two. The first one in real life, like that's alive right now. For me, the first person I would love to kind of learn from or be around or, 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 or just ask a few questions to, it would definitely be someone like Gary Vee. Only because, <laughs> only because like I can relate to his energy because me and him have that crazy, passionate, just mental, yeah, over-obsessive, right. crazy type of energy. And I, and I want to have that kind of a battle with him with the energy. <laughs> <laughs> he says he doesn't. He says he never met anyone with more energy than him. But I was thinking I'm maybe as crazy as him. Um, but obviously he's way more inspiring in terms of what he's achieved and what he's doing. And the reason why I said him is because I would just love to kind of have that conversation with our two energy fields together and kind of see how we see what conversation that we have and where where he can help me and where I can help him. And it would just be a super interesting conversation. I would love to even have him on the podcast on there. That would be super cool. Well, I'm sure it's going to happen. I'm sure one day it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, be the day that honestly, like it genuinely will, will make me feel super grateful, like on another level. But someone oh, that's this podcast dead. will just uh, explode <laughs> with energy. <laughs> exactly. Imagine the podcast of two crazy people with energy just going crazy. Just with, oh, fantastic. That would be so cool. But if it was someone that's dead right now, also because I'm a spiritual person and I'm actually, I come from, a, I come from more of a religious background because I'm a Muslim, it would have to be the Prophet Muhammad for me. It would have to be him because that, the characteristics and the principles and the values that he had back then all them years ago 
is is truly how we like as Muslims how we live our life today. So I would just honestly, if I could spend one minute with him, forget a few hours, just one minute, just to learn from someone that had so much, like such an energy and such a characteristic that truly gave love and peace and justice and just kindness to the world and taught us how to live life, um, just being yourself and being of service, knowing that our life here is temporarily just going to be like a test. And we don't know where we're going after, but we have to pass this test in this life to mm-hmm. get to the, the next life. As, as in, that's my personal belief. But I would, that's the person that I would 100% want to spend, spend some time with because that's how I try to live my life today to the best yeah. I can by spreading that love and that kindness and that peace around the world. Because I truly believe that if I can create more, more like-minded souls like me around the world, then we can all light, like, you know, we can be like a, uh, a massive uh, kind of, how to call it, like a massive beehive of like lamp, yeah. lamps around the world, you know, just giving everybody light and love and, <laughs> and, and, and making so the cool. world a better place. Um, I have this kind of vision in my mind to do that. And that, that for me, to answer your question, those are the two people that, I mean, I, I know it's supposed to be one, but I, I gave you one that's dead and one that's alive. Um, I know, it's very difficult to choose one. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know what it makes me it makes me think about one thing how lucky we are to uh, have internet right now we should just let's all to go together feel grateful for this and really feel it uh, because we would never know all these amazing people that inspire us every day Uh, we would hardly meet probably and discuss all these uh, topics that's really important for us and other people too i feel very very grateful for today and I just feel very happy thank you Sadiq <laughs> sure so me too me too I, I, I totally feel your energy I totally f- understand where you're coming from and I'm also super grateful because honestly speaking like genuinely genuinely saying this the reason one of the biggest reasons why I started this podcast was I was having these meaningful conversations with people on Instagram lives and on phone call conversations and LinkedIn and Instagram DMs and having these amazing conversations that I really wished other people could just tap into and see. And I guess that's why and how a podcast started. For those that are listening right now, like if you really think about it, why are you following? Why are you subscribed to my podcast? Why are you subscribed to all the podcasts that you're subscribed to today? It's because you want to listen to conversations that right now you don't have access to those people. So you're listening to what they're talking about with other people, right? To learn from them and, and to better yourself and to have that growth mindset. So for me, one of the biggest reasons why I love my podcast and the people that I'm bringing on here, and I don't care about the numbers of their social media followings and all this kind of stuff, I care about the person on the other side that I've connected with myself personally. I've got to know them and I know that they're on a similar journey to myself. And I'm having these conversations and sharing it on the podcast. So you listening right now understand that we are also on the same journey as you. Yeah. The only difference is I'm sharing this audio or this video with you listening right now. So you, me, cause me and Katharina would have had the same conversation if, if this wasn't even live right now. And Absolutely. if wasn't listening. So that's why I believe a podcast is so powerful right now because it allows you to build a better relationship with the person you're listening to, a better relationship with the guests that come onto the show. And at the same time, it's content for you. It's content for the world to, to gain wisdom and value and knowledge from, from real people's stories, from real people's yeah. life. And it's so powerful. Um, we exactly the same yeah. time. You're, you're doing something really great. Seriously, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Katarina, I am so, 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 so grateful that, um, that you spent this time with me. Thank you so much for, for being on, the, on, on my podcast and just for being in my life as well, for connecting with me through Instagram. For those that didn't know, we connected through Instagram like I do with most of my guests. And we had obviously something in common we had a conversation, we had a, we'd had a chat, we got to know each other. And that's how all of these guests are coming onto my podcast, guys. If you're listening right now and you're thinking, how the hell is Sadiq bringing so many guests onto the podcast? And I, has a, I haven't missed a guest every week so far of starting. Mm-hmm. It's because I, I build meaningful relationships with people in my life every day through social media, mainly, but also offline. And you guys know it. The guys that know me right now that you're listening to this, that you're super loyal to my page and to all my content, you guys already know you see me when I make those stories on Instagram, going to the events in London and sharing the value and what I learned from it after I come out of the event. 
and the people I've met in there because I always tag them in there. So guys, if there's one thing I can leave you on is make sure you go and network and meet like-minded people on the same journey as you so you can learn from them, so you can help them, so you can be of service to them. But at the same time, you can collaborate with them and share each other's energy, share it with the world and share your story so you can reach more lives, more hearts and change more people's life. Just to end it, Katharina, what's your last pieces of wisdom for someone listening right now? Well, uh, if you're struggling to find meaning, if you don't feel like things have meaning, remember that you are the one who creates the meaning. You can choose what meaning you want to put into things. It's in your power. Beautiful. I love that. It's one of the best ways you can, we can finish off this episode. Thank you for those deep and meaningful words. Honestly, like, thank you so much for being on the podcast and for everything that you shared. I hope and I know that it's going to add a lot of value to everybody listening. Um, I thank you, Sadiq, from my heart, really. It's a great pleasure for me. I enjoyed it so much. (laughs) You're welcome. Anytime. And I know that this is also, this was your first ever podcast that you were on. Yeah. yeah. And I honestly was a little bit nervous. (laughs) But it was amazing. And that's okay. Lots of of the guests and a lot of the people that I meet right now are very nervous when they they go on a podcast with me or on a live or somehow connect with me. And I make them feel comfortable by just making them understand that you don't have to worry about what you're going to share because what you're going to share is going to come out of the feeling that you're feeling yeah, right exactly. and that's why I keep this podcast so real so authentic so genuine with no hidden questions or like you know interview style things it's just yeah. me being me with the other person and having that real thank chat. you for your energy <laughs> you're welcome but Katharina how can everybody reach out to you please share like your your website, your social media platforms, how is the best way some of the people listening now can reach out to you and, and ask? Well, the main uh, platform is Instagram page, Mind Hygiene. Uh, I also have pages on Facebook and um, LinkedIn. Yeah. What, what, how can they find on Facebook? What is your name? On Facebook, it is Mind Hygiene. On <laughs> LinkedIn, it's my name and surname, Katerina Padilla. Okay. And they can find that obviously through Instagram and, and, and Facebook page as well. Great. So make, guys, make sure you go and check out Katharina's stuff. Her content is amazing. Genuinely, it will help you a lot if you're on that mindset, meditation, um, like sort of conscious type of work if you're working on and also like um, kind of anxiety and depression stuff. She talks about a lot of stuff internally, how you can change yourself and, and become a better version of yourself. So go and make sure you guys go and check her stuff out. That would mean a lot to me as well because I genuinely have these guests on the show so you guys can learn from them, but also go and connect with them. Go and ask some questions. Go and leave them a kind message by just saying thank you for sharing what they shared and, and, and what kind of impact they had because that really would mean a lot to the people that come onto the show, but also just because you learned something, it's just, it's just a kind gesture. It's not, it costs you nothing to just DM someone to say thank you, right? And that's what I'm going to leave you with. Make sure you network, make sure you meet the right people, surround yourself with good, positive people in your life and say thank you, please, and sorry as often as you can. So thank you everyone for listening to the podcast. I'm super grateful that you're even listening until now. And thank you, Katarina, for sharing all your wisdom and your words and your values with everybody listening right now. Can't wait to, you know, be on this journey with you as well. And, and I'm, just, I'm just excited for, for what's to come for you, for yourself as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I will definitely catch up with you soon. If you're still there, I just want to say a massive thank you for your attention and your time. It really means a lot to me. Please do me one favor and subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends and leave a rating on whichever platform you're listening to this. It would honestly mean the world to me. Thank you so much once again. I hope that this episode brought value and inspiration into your life and I'll see you guys next week.